Welcome, everybody, to a special Art of NVC Valentine's Day episode. Today, I want to do something a little different. I want to go deep into a situation, into a uh, conflict that might be happening around today because I've noticed in my life that around holidays, sometimes we become a little more sensitive than normal and smaller things can bother us even more. So today's episode is going to be about a situation that happens in a couple with a couple. And this is one of those times, and and I see this happen a lot. Sometimes something happens and it's small. You know it's small, but it bothers you. It triggers you. You're hurt. You're annoyed. You're frustrated. You're concerned. And you're also embarrassed about bringing it up because you know it's a small thing. You're like, oh my gosh. Why am I so dramatic? Why am I so emotional? Why does this bother me so much? And you try to think your way out of it. You try to, maybe you talk to your friends about it, um, but it won't go away. The feeling won't go away. So what do you do? So you have some options. You can not bring it up. Um, that usually leads to passive aggressive behavior, usually leads to more disconnection. But what do we want out of relationships? We want connection. We cannot avoid conflict because we're human beings And let's face it, we got problems, we got issues, we got miscommunications, we got a lot going against us. So you're not going to avoid conflict. Goal is to work through conflict and to deepen your connection, to resolve issues. So if something's bothering you, it's going to come out most likely one way or another. So take it head on and bring it up. So in this case, let's say there's a relationship, two-year relationship. It's going great. They love each other. And let's, let's say this is a mixed race relationship. So one person uh, is black and one person is white or one person is Spanish and one person is Irish. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But the two different races, two different cultures coming together as one. And a great relationship, two years. And um, let's say the woman, it's her birthday. She had a great birthday. But something bothered her about midway through her birthday. She didn't bring it up. She tried to play it off, but it still bothered her. And the next day, it's still bothering her. And her partner did everything else right. Took her out to dinner, bought her presents, threw a party. Like, everything was right, except this one thing is bothering. And the thing is that he has not wished her happy birthday on Facebook. He has not changed his relationship status on Facebook. And there's no pictures of them on his Facebook. So maybe it's a big thing, maybe it's not. But she feels silly. Right, She feels silly for being so upset when he did everything else great. But it won't go away. So in my opinion, it's going to be much better to bring it up. And there's ways you can bring up things like this. Things that you feel like are silly, but maybe there's more to it. It won't go away. So you just got to bring it up. You got to bring it up. Because if you don't, it's going to come back. And next time it's going to be probably more vicious. And it might come out with passive aggressive behavior. So what you, what I would recommend doing in a situation like that, where you're like, I'm not sure if this is me being silly or not, but it won't go, I just want to bring it up. So what I recommend is let them know that you feel silly. So there's a couple of, there's a couple of things. One, when you bring it up, okay, do not under any circumstances blame them for how you feel or imply that they are wrong in any way, okay? Implying that they're wrong is a judgment. You're not the judge. It's not up to you to tell them they're wrong or right. That's not a fact. There's never going to be a fact that someone is wrong or right, unless you're talking about like the answer to a math question. About relationships, it's not right or wrong. So don't do it. That's just going to trigger them. Okay. And you want to start with the facts. That's the first step. Bring up 
use uh, only observable facts to bring up the situation. But in this situation, I was also preface it. First, thank them. Say, hey, thank you so much for all the, which I saw you did all that for my birthday. It was so great. I appreciate it so much. It was beautiful. Thank you so much, really. Right? This, this is just, just butter them up a little bit, but honest. You know, keep it authentic, 100% authentic at all times in NBC. So you do that, make sure they know you appreciate what they've done, and then bring up, but there's something that has been bothering me, and I think it's also helpful to admit that you feel silly about it. I feel silly. So there's something that's been bothering me. I feel silly for bringing it up, but it keeps bugging me, and I I think that if I do not bring it up, it's going to come out in passive-aggressive behavior. And so I would like to clear the air and bring it up and talk to you about it. If you're, if this, is this a good time to talk like that, right? I think that's a great intro. Give them some compliments that are authentic. Acknowledge what they've done. Let them know that there's something bothering you. And be honest that you feel kind of silly. You're kind, I feel silly about it. I don't know if it's a big deal or not to, but it won't go away. So I, I want to bring it up because I love you and I want our relationship to be stronger. Okay, right? And also give them the freedom to say, okay, not right now. Maybe later. But let's say he's like, okay, fine. What do you want to talk about? And, she's, and she brings it up. Okay, so, she, so in this situation, now you've already done the preamble. You've buttered him up a little bit authentically, and you've done the preamble. So you want to now start with facts. Okay, start with facts. The key thing, make sure they're real facts, not opinions, not judgments. Make sure you're not implying they are wrong or bad in any way. Okay? Not, it's, it's simple, but it's not always easy. So you say, okay, um... I noticed you didn't wish me happy birthday on Facebook. And I also noticed you haven't updated your relationship status, even though we've been together for almost two years. And I also noticed that you don't have any pictures of us together on your Facebook or your Instagram. So when I saw that yesterday, I, it really hit me kind of hard. And I, I felt scared. I felt scared because... It's important to me to, okay, so I felt scared, right? So first step, start with facts. Second step, tell them how you feel from the fact. Not how, right? That's, that's important. So I noticed that you didn't update Facebook, right? That, those are the facts. There's no wrongdoing. There was no blame. And then the key thing right here is you can't say, and it made me feel scared, right? Now you're blaming him for how you feel. This is subtle, but it's powerful. You just say, I felt scared. So I saw those things happen and I felt scared, right? You want to be as authentic as possible. You don't want to be, I felt a little bothered if it really bothered you. You don't want to be like, I felt frustrated if you got really angry. Just be as honest and authentic as possible. And hers was scared. I felt scared. Why? And then you say, why do you feel scared? That's the third step. First step is facts. Second step is how you feel. Third step is why do you feel the way you do? You always feel the way you do based on your own values, your own preferences, your own needs. It has nothing to do with what any, anything else except for what you prefer or what's important to you. So she says, I felt scared because it's important to me to be in a relationship with someone who's proud of our relationship and is not embarrassed by it. And I'm not sure how you feel. But I thought that when I saw that, it might mean that you are embarrassed of me and embarrassed of being in a relationship with me because I'm, I have a different culture and a different race and maybe I don't fit in with your world. So I feel really silly right now, but I just wanted to bring it up because it wouldn't go away. So would you be willing to clarify 
to me why you haven't updated Facebook or posted any pictures of us or, or and why you didn't wish me happy birthday. Okay, and so the last part was a specific request, not a vague request. Would you be willing to use your social media a little more to let other people know we're in a relationship? Okay, so that's vague. It's like a little more. How much is a little? What's the right amount? Who knows what? The, it's, it's too vague. It's specific. You know, asking for clarity is, is specific. And yeah, you know, a lot of times that's what you really want. You just want some clarity. Like why? Why did that happen? Because that's what I need to know. Okay, so sometimes when you open up with something like that, that's NVC. You went through all the steps. You didn't blame them. You had a preamble, right? And sometimes it works. That's all you need to do. They're opened. They saw your vulnerability and they immediately be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, I, you know why I did that? I was, I was totally this, totally different thing, right? And, and boom, that's all you need. It really does work like that sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. So let's go to the worst case scenario. Sometimes you use perfect NVC. And how do they react? They get immediately triggered and start attacking you. So let's say that happens on this time. He says, oh my gosh, I spent all this money yesterday. I spent all this time. I planned it for a week. I did everything I could to celebrate your birthday. And you're, and you're going you're gonna to make a big deal out of this, out of Facebook? Oh my God, you're addicted to Facebook. Why are you so oversensitive? Why are you always making mountains out of molehills? Gosh, I'm sick of this. Okay, right? So maybe that's the diatribe. That's the... The, the answer you get. Okay, so now she has some options. She can defend each point. No, I'm not being oversensitive, blah, blah, blah. All right, does that work? No, it doesn't work. Now you're fighting. You don't need to defend anything. Defense, doesn't. it doesn't help. It's just, you're basically in a battle then. You're in a war. We don't want war. We want conflict resolution. Okay, you can attack them back even more viciously, right? Oh, they're going to attack you? You get angry at me, I'm going to get more angry at you. I'm going I'm to speak louder than you, and I'm going to be meaner. I'm going to be meaner. I'm going to go for low blows. Oh, yeah? Well, how about this? Boom, boom, boom. Does that work? No. That's, that's the worst result. That's the worst response, probably. Now you're in a fight. You were just feeling close. You just had a great day. Now you're having the worst day. Um, okay. She can just shut down and be like, all right, you know what? Forget about it. Walk away. Suppress it. It's going to come back later. And be worse later. Okay, so none of those options are good. She can go into NVC again. Okay, let me try again. All right. Okay, so you just said that I'm being oversensitive. And now I'm feeling angry, right? The problem with that is they're already triggered. When someone's triggered, NVC doesn't really work anymore. They can't hear what you say. Their, their cerebral cortex is shut down. Now they're in fight or flight mode. And all your logic and... And specific requests, they don't work. So the really the the only real option you have is emergency empathy. You guess how they feel and why. And in that moment, it's gonna be one of the hardest things to do because once they get triggered, you're probably triggered too. You're probably angry. You're probably feeling outraged that they just accused you of all these things. Now you have to step aside, you have to move out of your ego. You're out of the defense, out of the attack mode, and just try to guess how they feel and why at that moment. You do not have to be correct. You just have to be authentic. So let's say she does that. She's, she's been practicing on her NVC, and she's ready to try it. So she goes, okay, let me guess how he feels and why. Can't believe he just called me that. What a jerk. No, no, stop that. Just guess how he feels and why. This is what it's really like for me, at least, sometimes. You got to like talk yourself into doing it. And then when you blurt it out, it feels super awkward. But she goes, um, 
are you upset because you think I'm being dramatic? Overly dramatic? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so he agreed. You're done, right? The key thing when you're doing emergency empathy is not whether they agree, not whether you nail the emotion or not. It's does it clear the energy? Because when you pinpoint how and why someone feels the way they do, it has an energetic feeling. It brings instant connection, instant relaxation, instant openness. So if you if you do emergency empathy and that does not occur, you got to go deeper, even if they agree. So if they agree, it means, yeah, you part, you're on the right track, but you haven't really got to the core of it. So he goes, yeah, I do, and it's annoying. Ooh, you're triggered again. He just called you annoying. But no, back to emergency empathy, another round. And, and use what they've told you to go a little deeper. So are you frustrated that I can't work out these issues that I have on my own? And that got through to him, right? Because now it's like two rounds of him attacking you and you don't attack. And, and whenever you ask somebody how they feel and why, it calms them down a little bit. Because I have, I have whole episodes in emergency empathy, so go back. I, I really recommend listening to those. But, you know, it, just, it calms them because when someone wants to know how you feel and why, it's love. And you feel the love. And there's no blame. There's no judgment. It's just, and you want, and you're the expert on yourself, so you want to let them know. So she just said, are you frustrated that I can't work out these issues on my own? And then he, his, he thinks about that question. He can hear that. Nothing else he can hear. If you defend, he can't hear that. If you attack him, he can't hear that. But a question like that, he's like, well, no, I don't want you to work out everything on your own. We're in a relationship. I love you. I want to be with you. That's, that, that's in his mind. So he's like, well, no, I don't want you to suppress it. I just wish things didn't have to get so intense so fast right? Never mind the fact that he's the one who got super intense so fast. doesn't matter. It's not, it's not about the blame game right now. So if she's like, well, you're the one who did, boom, now we're back to a fight. So do another round of emergency empathy because, you know, there's progress. Like, okay, so are you concerned that a relationship with me means that we'll often be having big fights about really silly things? And he can hear that question as well because there was no blame. There was no judgment. And he's like, well, yeah, there's a little bit of that as well and she's like okay she gets it she can understand that and now things have calmed down so she's like okay i I understand that i definitely don't want to fight about little things that's why i feel silly bringing this up but what is important to me is having a real relationship i want us to be getting closer and closer together and working through our issues so though i felt silly i want to get this worked out because i don't i want it to go away and i want us to be stronger for it and he hears all that and he's like you know what Thank you for bringing it up because I want those exact same things. And he hasn't been attacked. He hasn't been judged. And he's like, all right, so let me, let me actually think about it. Why I didn't update my Facebook. And he's like, well, to tell you the truth, I, I guess I feel a little silly too because the reason why I haven't updated our Facebook status is because I was once in a two-year relationship and I updated our Facebook status and one month later we broke up. And ever since then, I've never updated my Facebook status. And I didn't wish you happy birthday because when I went to do that, I saw your ex had wrote you happy birthday and it was so freaking beautiful. I know he's like an amateur writer, wrote a novel. And I mean, I got a little emotional and I was like, how how am I going to compete with them? That guy, I just, I, I didn't want to, write something that wasn't as good as him and I couldn't do that so I just didn't write anything that's I'm sorry you know what I should have just said happy birthday I love you 
Okay, so here's why this is all important, right? What, this is why you bring up things that even when they're silly. Because if they're silly and you bring it up and, and it was just a misunderstanding, boom, it's gone, done. But a lot of times they seem silly at first, but they lead to deeper issues that can be resolved. And if you don't resolve them, they're going to keep coming back until they're resolved. And sometimes that can last for years or an entire relationship. So she is hearing what he's saying and she, and she goes deeper. Another round of emergency empathy. So she goes, are you concerned that I still have feelings for him? Now we're getting to deeper issues. And he says, no, I'm concerned that you won't want to be with me if I'm not as successful as him. That you won't want to build a life with me. Right? So there's a, there's a deeper issue that was just uncovered. You know, now she feels his pain, his insecurity. She thought she was insecure, but now she's seeing where he's insecure. Now she feels connected and closer to him. And she says with, you know, genuine feeling that in my eyes, you are more light years more successful than him. Maybe he makes a lot of money in some kind of bad way and, and, and her man now makes money in a more wholesome way. Maybe he's construction and the other guy works in the cigarette company. And now they're feeling connected, right? Now the silly little thing brought up insecurities on both sides. They're feeling closer together. And he says, and also about the picture thing, I never know which pictures you like of yourself, so I'm always scared to post a picture of you because I think you always look beautiful, but half the time when you see a picture, you think you look bad. But I've been considering for about two months uh, posting a picture of us together, but uh, I don't know why. I guess I was scared to bring it up, but let me can I show you the picture that I want to put up as my profile pic of us together? Anyways, you get the point, right? It was something silly. It almost turned into a fight. But And that's, that's why we don't want to bring things up. We don't want to fight. Fighting is terrible. But it's unavoidable, right? Conflict is unavoidable. So she brought it up. He got triggered. Boom. Drop everything. Emergency empathy till he's not triggered. Then back to getting to the root. You just want to get to the core of the issue. And after this thing, they were closer. That's the beauty of NVC. You can actually turn conflict into connection. So the major points that, w- that I, I want to highlight from this. If something is bothering you, Bring it up. When you bring it up, use NVC. Absolutely, under no circumstances, blame them for how you feel or imply even in the slightest way that they have done anything wrong. It's not about being nice. It's just about being authentic and taking responsibility for yourself. As soon as someone is triggered, right? now you need to be really centered, dodge every single insult. Even though you weren't blaming them, now they're blaming you. Dodge it love and just guess how they feel and why until the energy clears once the energy clears go back to the nvc and and see if you can uncover it and you keep at it until it feels good until you feel connected and that's the beauty of nvc that's the beauty of relationships yes they're challenging but it's seemingly to me possibly endless how close you can get to someone So you can just keep getting closer and closer and closer and more love and more love. But it means you have to work through the issues. When you suppress something, it only puts it off for a little while and usually comes back worse. So no suppression. Bring things up. And use a little skill. If you know you're going to bring up something and it might be silly, give them some compliments first. Authentic compliments. Thank them. Make them feel appreciated before you drop the bomb on them. I'm just kidding. But before you bring up something that you know they don't want to talk about. Also. Give them options to talk about it at a later time. I think that's important. Bring it up. Say, hey, maybe it's not a good time. When it is a good time, I have something I want to talk to you about. Okay. So I hope everybody 
uh, got some benefit from this podcast. It's having a beautiful Valentine's Day. And um, if you'd like more of this, I have a book, The Art of Nonviolent Communication, ebook, audiobook, available everywhere. I also have a class, a practice group for people that are already somewhat familiar with NVC and want to start implementing it, want to start doing some situational things, going through some role play. Um, and that's going to be next Sunday, the 21st, from 5 to 8 p.m. Central Time. There are four spaces left. It is $34.99. You can sign up on Facebook at the Art of NVC Facebook page or Facebook group. Or you can send me an email at artofnvc at gmail.com. I accept payment through PayPal or Venmo. And once you send the money, then I will reserve your spot. And if this works out, it's going to be a, a reoccurring thing. Because learning how to do NVC is half the battle. Implementing it when you're triggered whoo, is a whole other battle. It's challenging, in my opinion. And it takes practice. So that's what the practice group is for. So that when the time comes, you're ready. You've done it before. You, you know the feelings. So all right, signing out. Talk to you guys soon.